1: 84 LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlu.com or call 844 648 4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs and welcome to The Great America Show. Thank you for being with us here today. The Biden regime, in true Marxist fashion, officially turning their backs on Israel. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, told Israel it lacks credit to conduct the kind of military campaign it wants to conduct to defeat Hamas, saying further, the Biden regime wouldn't tolerate large-scale bombing over months in southern Gaza. Blinken's comments were made in a closed-door meeting between IDF chief Herzi Halevi and later leaked to the Israeli press. Here's Secretary of State Tony Blinken after meeting with Netanyahu this week, telling the prime minister his country must abide by the rules, that is, the Biden regime's rules, while Hamas commits any and all kinds of terrorism. As I've also said since I first came here after October 7th, the way Israel defends itself matters.
2: It's imperative that Israel act in accordance with international humanitarian law and the
1: laws of war, even when confronting a terrorist group that respects neither. In my meetings today with the Prime Minister and senior Israeli officials,
2: I made clear that before Israel resumes major military operations, it must put in place humanitarian civilian protection plans that minimize further casualties of innocent Palestinians.
1: Just last week, it was reported that Biden was working behind closed doors on a two state solution for Israel and the Hamas terrorists. Now, I think, and I hope you agree, that it's been more than adequately demonstrated over the past month and the past decades that there's no such thing as a workable two state solution for Hamas and Israel. And on Capitol Hill, the Marxist dims and rhinos of the House of Representatives voted to expel Congressman George Santos Friday, making him the sixth House member to be expelled by a vote in congressional history. Speaker Mike Johnson announced the final vote on the floor.
2: On this vote, the yeas are 311, the nays are 114, with two recorded as present. Two-thirds voting in the affirmative. The resolution is adopted and a motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. The clerk will notify the governor of the state of New York of the action of the House. Under Clause 5D of Rule 20, the chair announces to the House that in light of the expulsion of the gentleman from New York, Mr. Santos, the whole number of the House is now 434.
1: With a new, even slimmer majority of Republicans, 221 to 213, the GOP now can only afford to lose three votes on the floor for bills. You'll recall that Congressman Jamal Bowman is still walking free in the halls of Congress. Bowman, who disrupted an official proceeding when he pulled a fire alarm in the Capitol to disrupt and delay at that vote. Bowman was charged with a misdemeanor and he paid a $1,000 fine. What's the problem here? It seems to be the problem all over the swamp. And a so-called bipartisan group of senators introduced legislation to renew the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, and the Section 702 of that act, the Spying on Americans program. This marks the third bill introduced in the past month by the establishment rhinos and Marxist Dems to keep the program going. This latest proposal, which would extend Section 702 until 2035, is co-sponsored by Senate Intelligence Committee leaders Mark Warner and Marco Rubio and backed by members like Lindsey Graham, the top Republican on the Judiciary Committee. In other words, no one should support this legislation just because of who's sponsoring it. The new measure wouldn't require the FBI, of course, to obtain anything bothersome like a warrant before searching the NSA's massive database for information related to American citizens. And that's something no one should support after we learned the program was used to spy on a sitting president, namely President Donald Trump. Our guest today is former congressman and CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, Devin Nunes. Devin, always great to have you with us here. Welcome. And I want to start with the FISA 702 reauthorization. It's now obviously the center of, again, another major fight in the House of Representatives. What is your thinking?
2: Well, it's a deep subject, Lou um i think at the you know the, the highest level americans need answers to the corruption at the DOJ and the FBI and it dates back to well it dates back a long time but for sure to the Russia hoax and all the way up to today where you see DOJ just targeting Donald Trump on on you know, made, you know, basically making up crimes no different than what they've been doing since 2016 when they investigated him for the phony Russia hoax. Um, but, you know, there's other, other challenges, too, going back to the IRS scandal under Obama, et cetera, et cetera. So um, what they have to – what the, what the members of Congress have to grapple with is – ultimately is how are you going to stop the corruption at the DOJ? That is threatening not only our the the security of our elections, uh, but the Republican Party itself, where they're essentially trying to jail. I mean, if you think about this, nobody says it, but they're they're trying to jail the leading candidate for president right now. When I say leading, he's actually leading Biden in the polls. Also, they're trying to put him in jail. This isn't like some type of of oh well, it'll be. It's just some court cases. It's just some. Um, um, you know, issues uh, here or there. No, these are these. What they're targeting for is to put him in jail, Lou. So on one hand, you have the you know the authorization of of FISA, which I always tell people, and I know this is it's kind of complicated to understand, but but it's it's actually it comes down to this. FISA was put in after. Watergate, when they found out that LBJ, they went after Nixon, but they actually found out that it was like LBJ and Kennedy and others were using the spy agencies to spy illegally on Americans. So Congress came up with with creating the FISA Court. So the challenge that you have is that 702 is only one piece of the puzzle. So to just um, you, you know you don't solve, and I think some of the members of Congress get a little bit um, you know, maybe they're confused, maybe they just don't understand, or maybe it's how they articulate it. But just stopping 702 or killing 702 doesn't solve the problem. You have to go back to the base law that created the FISA court in the first place if you truly want to fix all of the the problems and the scandals we have at the Justice Department and the FBI today. So that really is the crux. So yes, there's a, th- th- this so if you do nothing and and 702 expires um it doesn't solve the problem overall um it's just one piece of a of a much larger puzzle uh that I think clearly we know now has been used um you know has been used you know and I'm not going to say 702 specifically but broader FISA has been a big problem i mean i was at the heart of all that i mean they 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 used uh a FISA court to target a presidential candidate uh, back in 2016. That happened to be Donald Trump, and,
1: and we know that they have also uh, spied on private citizens uh, through the 702s. And as you say, the, the the FISA courts are in and of themselves either it will be very liberal in this. Uh, they're either. Uh, very, very sloppy, or they're corrupt, or both, and, and they are, at, uh, as you suggest, a foundation of a lot of issues. What? How would you go about um, unwinding? Well, unwinding all of this. Yeah. So what you have to
2: what you have to look at is, uh, you know, let's just take one important data point. Um, because it's and I hate to just go back to uh, the Russia hoax, but it really is pretty. You know, it, it's it's a, an example for kind of everything that's gone wrong because they used everything in the kitchen sink during the Russia hoax yeah. um, at the time. And if you remember, if you go back to Strock, uh, the lead one of the lead FBI guys that was investigating Trump counterintelligence, they were using the counterintelligence division of DOJ and FBI. You had his I don't know girlfriend whatever the, the Lisa Page, um, they were. If you remember those the text messages that, by the way, Judicial Watch just was able to uncover that there's still I don't know some 1,500 pages of text messages that we in Congress should have seen. And back in 2017 and 18, we were not showing that, um, which is you know rather incredible that that's gone on this long. But we know from those text messages and those communications at the time that they were judge shopping. At the, the to the FISA court they were looking for specific judges that they knew would be on call at the time when they were going to take things to the court at least that's what the circumstantial evidence showed um is that is that they were looking for they were judge shopping so they're so right there you know there's a problem with all of this
3: um
2: look I, I think the only solution is um and uh, you know and it's not a it's not a perfect solution, but it's probably the only solution that that would work for the whole uh, entire um, apparatus. and that is that the legislative branch i.e the US House and the Senate need representatives as the third branch of government to oversee the executive branch and the judicial branch as it relates to uh, the ability to Um, to target American citizens. I think that's more important. A lot of people are getting stuck now on a warrant. Well, I mean, as we know, you can get a warrant for anything. So what is that going to really stop? Um, You know, they've proven they can get a warrant to raid a former president's home on a on a documents hoax. So I think the only way you do that is do it is have um, You know, each body have multiple representatives from the Congress that uh, report back to uh, and work for uh, the top leaders of both parties, House and Senate. Um, I think that is going to ultimately be the only the only solution that would make me feel comfortable is having something like that in place. You're talking about oversight. Yeah. And I think I think in embedded, embedded oversight, Um, which Uh, look I know the executive branch. And the judicial branch won't like it. But I don't know what else you do, because they can't be trusted.
1: I have so to we say have to three you,
2: branches of government for a reason.
1: Yeah, I, I have to say to you, I don't care what the executive branch likes anymore. I don't care after what they have done to the American people, to a sitting president, uh, to an entire party. Uh, I, I don't care what they like or they don't like. All I can see is uh, Peter Strzok's evil face uh, peering out uh, at the committee uh, as he basically mocked them, uh, knowing full well that the system was so corrupt that he couldn't be touched. Uh, I, I, I see that vividly, and I assure you that image alone is enough to make me uh, indifferent to their wishes, preferences or dislikes. It,
2: that, yes, that's exactly right, Lou, and it's not just. Dis- I mean, he was one of the one of many bad actors who just didn't give a damn. Um, yeah. it shows, you know, they were just brazen. And that's in that going back kind of full circle. You asked me, well, what do you do about 702? Like, what does it matter? Like, you're not yeah. going to solve you're not going to ultimately solve the problem here. Yeah, you know, I know. So I, that that's I, the that's the challenge. Like, you can let 702 go. And guess what? Peter Strzok Jr. or other Peter Strucks who are clearly at the DOJ. Clearly, with Jack Smith right now, clearly uh, going other places like Atlanta and New York, you know, people are leaving DOJ, going to work for the attorney general of New York, bringing these these ridiculous cases against Donald Trump. So if you if you know, it should not be. I I think members of Congress would do a disservice to say, well, I'm going to stand up and protect your rights and I'm not going to reauthorize 702. Well, you're not. I mean, you know, or, or you could even get rid of all of FISA. Then what? You turn it back over to, you go pre-1978 or whatever that, whenever the original law was passed. So you have to put in, you have to come up with a big picture solution. Um, the only thing that I see that would work is is having representatives from the legislative branch of government that get to see everything that a judge gets to see that the executive branch is providing, so that they, when a Peter struck goes there, you know that there's going to be multiple Republicans from House and Senate um, that have access to this, that they have the ability to, you know, to, to immediately notify the, proper, the appropriate leadership of Congress. Like, I understand, and we kind of have a process like that set up that I was involved in that, that seemed to work, you know, pretty well. Um, so it would be modeled after that, which, which was the Gang of Eight process. So, yeah. Um, you know that's to me that's the only process that has a chance of working and doing nothing um, or letting 702 expire it doesn't matter one way or another you're not going to get to the heart of the problem right
1: we're talking with Devin nunez and we're talking about how to fix what is terribly wrong with our federal government that is now under the control of the deep state and the marxist dems and make no doubt about it it is every agency it is every department Uh, We continue in just one moment. Please stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
1: We're back with Devin Nunes. And Devin, let's start with that 702. It it seems to me, for for the sake of argument, the 702 is a good starting point to simply demonstrate the will of the house uh, and then move to true reform. Uh, as you suggest, uh, I have a reservation, by the way, about the gang of eight. Uh, I I would like to see a broader representation. Uh, frankly, rather than allow it to uh, this critically important oversight of the executive branches, DOJ, particularly DHS, uh, the other agencies. I, I'd like to see more more of our representatives, if you will, represented in that oversight function. Am I wrong to think so
2: well that's essentially that that's another way of saying what I was saying because the gang of eight and that was one of the problems. the gang of eight had oversight i was i was a member of the gang of eight, mm-hmm. so we had oversight mainly on 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 overseas military and intelligence matters so so we, you know we didn't you know people get the gang of eight confused to be you know we we were not getting briefed on the, you know, highest cases of our, you know, of the government that, you know, on, you know, it really just involved overseas matters. And what I'm saying is that that, that same process, maybe broader, maybe you bring in the Judiciary Committee, you probably would have to bring in the Judiciary Committee. Right. Um, so that would be like a Jim Jordan, um, along with, with the Intelligence Committees and the and the leadership, maybe you bring in Um, Both the both leaders, uh, you know, maybe not, you know, not just uh, the speaker, but maybe the majority leader also. So maybe you have four, like, for example, four House Republicans um, represented. So you have four members of Congress in the room. Um, You know, that could be that could, you know, that that, you know, there's probably a fine line between having, you know, the right number. um, um, You know, having too few or too many. But the key is having the right jurisdiction. So, you know, I, I didn't, as a Gang of Eight member, you know, I couldn't have went in, like, today and asked, uh, you know, I'm thinking of, you know, tell me what's going on, and, uh, and you know, you you picked the, the the case number. They wouldn't share that with me. um, You mm-hmm. know, they, they would, you know, share things that were happening, and I'm just make-believing for today, they would share kind of ongoing things that they were worried that would get out, say, on the situation in, in Israel right now. Right. If there was some major event that was going to take place, they wanted to make sure the Congress knew about it, say it was going to be, um, you know, some type of of military action against some some um, terrorists or or what have you, or maybe a rescue situation. That's really what the Gang of Eight was used for. It wasn't used for this. And that's the challenge. Um, There's just not. And I don't know of another process, Lou, because if you do nothing, then you revert back to what was even worse, which would be pre. You know, pre-78, 79, right. which would be an even worse situation. Then you know, talk about deep state, then they would really laugh all the way to the bank. I mean, the only thing that 702 is, the reauthorization, it just happens to be a chance for Congress to get a bite at the apple. Um, but what you're seeing is you're seeing this rush to, well, if we don't do this, really bad things are going to happen. You know, that's what we're being told. Well, yeah, yeah really th- really bad things could happen. It's quite possible. I mean, the, the bad things have happened in the past. They're going to happen in the future. Having these tools available are are critically important, but not when the tools have all been broken across the board. So, you know, right. 702, Lou, I don't want to throw out, you know, I'm just going to throw out ballpark kind of numbers here. Sure. But As I look, if you ask me, like, what is the problem here? You ask me, you know, give me the... The problems with the you know, DOJ, FBI, FISA, the ability to spy on Americans, 702 is a small fraction, small, small fraction. Maybe you could remember they didn't use 702 to target Donald Trump. They were no. they were using straight up, fully authorized FISA to spy on, on Trump, to spy on the, the uh, well, it was the Trump campaign uh, to target Trump, to, ta- you know, to target, you know, the Carter pages of the world. Uh, that's what they used back in 16. And look, I, I'm not sure in, in what they're targeting him with, with now. I don't think they used the FISA courts at all. They went to just regular judges. Right. And you know, the DOJ appointed a a special counsel in this Jack Smith character. I mean, it's th- th- that's how bad this problem has become.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm af- I'm afraid it's even worse uh, than we're discussing, uh, frankly, uh, because I don't think that uh, given what we're witnessing. Why would they go to a judge? They happen to have the organization, the architecture around them, that they can just simply use metadata. They can bore down, mine through whatever they want, or they can go with great specificity to spy on uh, individuals. And by the way, that's happened to both you and me uh, on the part of the federal government. Uh, there was no judge involved in in that. I, I am pretty sure uh, they just well, that, that... boarded it up.
2: Well, that lets me put my Truth Social uh, CEO hat, that, you know, hat on for this sure. conversation. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that, that, you know, we're learning now is just, you know, now that we know there is a free speech platform like Truth Social, uh, you, you get to see it's now coming out. Now we know why so many uh, former FBI officials and DOJ officials ended up where? They ended up working for Facebook and Twitter. That's exactly, And you know not and I would I would actually argue that that it's even worse than that Lewis. Forget DOJ or FBI doing it. I mean yeah, I think they they've they utilize those those uh those opportunities as as well to to target uh, Americans and and other people. Uh but but I would argue that probably even worse is the bad political actors that are within these within these these huge companies. Uh, that can really get in, any information at, at any time on any of us. So we know the leadership of all of these big tech giants is all left wing. So what's to stop bad actors from within there just getting all the information on you? They they have it at their fingertips, you know. And, and so it's and- it's even worse than that. And they they could they could decide to share it with a, a Peter Struck, Lisa Page type that's in the FBI or DOJ, or not. They may want to they may want to share it with a say a George Soros operation, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's, I mean, that's, that's what's even worse. I mean, I think if, if, if somebody wants to target you and they have access to these big tech companies, it doesn't even have to be the U S government or an official there. It can be, it can be anyone, Um, you know, which is why, you know, at true social, you know, we're so, you know, you know, we are so adamant about, you know, protecting our users um, you know, and look, if you do a legal activity on the platform, you know, you're, you're, you're either going to be gone or, you know, we will turn you over to the appropriate authorities. But if you're not conducting any, if you're not doing anything that's illegal, um, you know, we're not going to let the government come in and, and or anybody else come in and get access to your information. And in fact, we don't even ask for the information, but, um, but these, this... you know, these big tech companies have the ability to really track you around.
1: And that stands in stark contrast to what happened with Twitter Uh, when the federal government came asking the Biden administration comes asking Twitter uh, for everything connected to Donald Trump's Twitter account. Right, We're in an awful state, just an absolutely awful state. Uh, we now hear that uh, January 6th, uh, the FBI had 200 agents in the crowd. Uh, we're going to take that up with Devin Nunes as we continue uh, this uh, discussion about uh, what has happened uh, uh to, uh, to 1984. It's starting to feel uh, a lot that way in 2023. We'll be right back with Devin Nunes. Stay with us.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are.
1: Back with uh, Devin Nunes, and I want to I want to turn to, uh, if we may, the January sixth. It's starting to look even worse uh, than we thought. Uh, I guess uh, if that's possible, uh, but two hundred FBI agents, it's claimed, were in the crowds that day. We've got an FBI that's out of control, a Department of Justice that's out of control, uh, out of the control of oversight of Congress, certainly, and the people seem to be the target of our government. What is your thinking, Devin, about how we can reverse this?
2: Well, what they're getting away with, forget what they're doing to Donald Trump, which is, which is uh, you know, beyond anything. It's only what you see in third world countries, and I don't say that lightly. But lesser known is what they're doing to target people who were rightfully at our nation's capital. I was there. They were rightfully protesting. Uh, you know, a variety of things, but mostly the, the you know, they believed the election was, was unfair. There was a process in place. Congress was meeting in order to certify the electors. People have a right to be in Congress. That's, it's our right. And I said that from, from day one. Um, and and that, that's what's really kind of scary about this, Lou, is that you had so many Americans who were there expressing their rights, their First Amendment rights, as u s citizens, like they should have, most were there doing that right now i've said this also from day one. Any of the people who broke windows, that is illegal that is against the law you't you know you don't have to have a uh, you know. I think even my, you know my young kids uh, know that uh, you can't go to the u s Capitol or any government building and use a hammer and break the window and break in like i'm sorry that's. That's against the law. You should get the maximum time. Anybody who broke those windows and climbed through those windows, sorry, gone. But you know, for the most part, Lou, I don't know too many of the people that are that have at least been that are being held in prison now, uh, or that are that have been prosecuted that actually broke the windows. And you still have so many people. Remember all those famous videos of the the people covered in masks that were breaking the windows. We don't know who those people are. Um, It seems like those people haven't been uh, haven't been busted for the most part. I mean, they're prosecuting people who didn't even go inside the building. Now, how is that possible? Um, You know, I even get like the I I understand, like, you know, you had, you know, at some point there's uh you know, know, organizing people to go to D.C. Look, that's legal. You can organize you and I, Luke, and go right now. We can organize a protest of whoever we want and we can. Tell everybody on our social media, on True Social, we can say, hey, we're going to have, we're going go to go to, you know, Joe Blow's uh, congressional office, and Lou and Devin are going to go inside, and we're going to try to meet with the staff, and we're going to protest, we're going to have our signs. Lou, we can do that. It's legal. Now, where it becomes illegal is if, if if you and I decide to go take a sledgehammer and break, you know, break a window and break, or, or break a door and go into a congressional yeah. office, okay? It- so that's where the difference is here. And that's why this is so dangerous. In that, you know, once again, you had, t- th- you know, think about the the, de- the the insurrection that occurred just a few weeks ago, of pro Hamas, pro Hamas, demonstrators who blocked the entrance in the road around the Capitol. Right now, look, that now that's illegal activity, and. But, but they had a right to be there. They had a right to go petition their Congress. But when they decided not, to sit, block, block the Congress, you know, block the, 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 the roads and all of that, that's where they crossed the
1: line. Yeah, and, there, and there's nothing and, being done about it. And no, I, I and nothing, to and yeah, nothing happened to it. Wait, why isn't the Republican Party, a new speaker, uh, Mike Johnson, why not defund the defilers? Uh, the the people who are abusing power, uh, we know Jack Smith. I, I mean, acting in concert with a federal judge, Beryl Howell, uh, to to restrict Donald Trump, uh, a, a presump the presumptive politi- presidential nominee, uh, former president, uh, and they're treating him, uh, you know, with just absolute uh, uh, contempt uh, of his uh, constitutional rights. Why isn't yeah. The Congress defunding that special counsel right now.
2: Well, look, it's what it's what uh, you and I spoke about uh, several months ago. I remember the first interview, you know, you asked me, what would you do? And I and I was very clear. I said, look, the last thing you want to do, because everybody gets fixated on, oh, well, we should pass normal bills, go through yes. the process, blah, blah, blah. And I said, no. I said, all you should do is do short-term CRs until you can get answers from the Department of Justice and the FBI on two very important subjects. One, their overall corruption from Donald Trump to the Rush Oaks to everything else, why nothing's happened to any of them, right? And right. you don't let them go until, and you don't fund the government until Ray and all of them give all the information on all of that, whether it's the struck and page text messages that Congress still doesn't have, or whether it's you know, stopping Jack Smith, all of that should come to an end. That's that's first and foremost, okay? Secondly, we have an invasion at the border, which, by the way, the Department of Justice is also involved in that because they're not even prosecuting anyone. They're too busy t- tracing tr- Trump around. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, look, that to me has been the only strategy that will work. If not, you're going to end up, um, uh, you know, you mark my words. It doesn't, and I kind of, I th- kind of hinted at this before, It doesn't matter what the speaker's name is. Ultimately, when you got like a three-seat majority in the House and you got a Senate controlled by Democrats and you have Biden in the White House, you know, if you play with them, you're ultimately going to get an omnibus bill or you're going to pass appropriations bills that are just going to continue government as usual. And so, you know, I I think and I understand, like, you you know, some of my fellow colleagues say, well, CRs are bad. It means we're not doing our job. Well, not necessarily. I mean, that may be the only way to bring accountability exactly. if, you know, if you're basically on the verge yeah. of shutting down the government, you know, then I, what I would do is I'd be calling in Ray, calling in Jack Smith and say, look, if Jack Smith and Chris Ray and Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco don't come in and provide these 10 things, if they provide these 10 things, the government will get funded for 30 more days. And then we'll review those, those things that we, that we are missing. And then we will decide if we're going to fund the government after that. Like, that's the only leverage you have. And it, and it puts a spotlight, because what you don't want to fall into is, and I think this has been the challenge, Lou, is that every, and I get it, every member of Congress has everything they're interested in. And there's a, it's a big government. There's a lot of things for them to oversee. But that it's easy for the public to get lost in the minutia, bringing three or four individuals demanding that they come to the Congress before the government is funded. People understand that yeah, um, and people get that. Um, They don't understand, you know, a hundred different issues, all important, but nothing more important than basically the election interference that's going on right now in 2024. And I think that's the the biggest challenge that that the Republicans have is you have so many never Trump um, fools. It's foolish uh, for for, you know, the, the you know, you don't have to like Trump. But I'm sorry if you're a U.S. representative or U.S. senator at this point, you know, you have a responsibility. Uh, You're you know, the Republican Party is going to be is going to be nothing's going to be left but dust and ashes if they don't do anything. So you don't have to like Trump. But guess what? The Republican Party, the American people have decided through poll after poll after poll that they like Donald Trump. So if yeah. you're an elected representative and you don't like you don't like Trump, that's fine. You don't have to. But what are you going to do about protecting the integrity of the election? And if you're not speaking out against it, which I don't think I've heard very many leaders speak out against the what's happening, at least in the Senate, um, to to Donald Trump or or January 6th prisoners for that matter, what what do you you know? You're not going to have a a, a party left. Yeah, you're going to have one rule. You're going to have you're going to be ruled by. As you say, the Marxist dims or pro Hamas Marxist dims
1: I just want to say first of all, thanks for joining us today and for your uh, your insights and, and your judgment uh, Mike, Mike Johnson, the new speaker uh, there is reporting that he is going to go for a one year seat. C- Including seven appropriators. Uh, He's not removing them from committees, and that we are likely to see just more of the same. At least that's the reporting. We don't know the facts because Johnson hasn't seen fit to share that with the public.
2: I mean, look, I would, I would, uh, the only way a CR works, um, you know, is if you do short term CRs, continuing resolutions. Um, And look, there's a lot of moving parts right now, but I'm sure what the Senate, leadership on both the Democrat and the, and the Republican side they want to get like a, a couple big fat omnibus bills where they, where they roll a bunch of appropriations bills together uh, and some writers uh, you know the, the, the policy writers that ride on top of that and jam it and jam it through and I think that that's why I go back to the best and only strategy are short-term CRs that's, that's what I'd be advocating. Now, but look, Lou, it's easy for me and you. I mean, we're not, you know, we're, we're not, we're not there every day, but uh, look, you know, we have our rights to, to, to give our opinions.
1: Amen. And thank you for sharing yours, Devin. We appreciate it. Devin Nunes, God bless thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Lou. Great to be with you as always. Thank you, everybody, for being with us here today. Please join us tomorrow. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee is our guest. She's giving the rhinos and the Marxist Dems fits in D.C. She's joining us to talk about her defense of democracy. Please join us for that tomorrow and each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. Check out LouDobbs.com. Thank you, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America.